Hey there, hey. Hey, and thank you for tuning in to a Friday pod of Born to be a Star. Today is just another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power, for you to look at the reflection in the mirror, wherever the mirror may be, the bathroom, your phone, your bedroom, your car, the bathroom at work, the bathroom at the airport, whatever, wherever the mirror is. Maybe you have an actual like mirror in your bag or whatever. Ever you're seeing your reflection, you need to say to yourself, today is a new day. I'm letting everything go from yesterday and I'm starting anew. You start the day off by saying to yourself, yes, I can get up. Yes, I can take a shower. Yes, I can brush my teeth. Yes, I can wash my face. I can put my contacts in. I can make breakfast. I can drive to work or I can go in the office in the house and I can get ready and prepared for the day ahead. I can be positive and happy and I can attempt to accomplish things that maybe I wasn't able to do yesterday. Yes, today is another day and it's another opportunity for me to relish in the fact that today is an opportunity for me to change my mind, for me to learn a new language, for me to try a new hobby, for me to decide I want to read a new book, Maybe I want to try a different style. Maybe I want to try that new donut in Dunkin' Donuts. Or maybe I want to try a different latte flavor. Yes, we can do any of those things. Maybe we want to learn a new language. Maybe we want to pick up a new hobby. Maybe we want a new best friend. Maybe we want a new favorite color. Maybe we want to get rid of all the rugs in our house because we're sick of rugs and we want hardwood floor. Maybe we don't like hardwood floors and we want rugs. Maybe we're tired of that green couch and we want a blue one. Maybe we don't like the wall being white and we want it to be gold instead. Maybe we want a new kitchen set. Maybe we want a new TV. Maybe we want a new entire setting and we want to switch out our plans for our vacation. Instead of going to Italy, we want to go to France. Or instead of going to France, we want to go to Sicily. Or instead of going to Sicily, maybe we want to go to Spain. Whatever it may be, yes, you can do it. Following the yes, you can is the never give up. Because if you give up halfway through on something, you're never going to get to the end and finish or accomplish something. You're just going to stop where you were and just be done. That doesn't seem right. That doesn't seem like that would be something you'd want to do, right? Who wants to get halfway through the story? How's that accomplishing anything? Is that accomplishing anything if you only get halfway through on a story? Life is difficult, but you have to persevere through the difficulty to get to the goodness. You have to get through the bad to get to the happy ending. And that's typically what happens in movies and TV shows and series and a bunch of things. There's a starting point. There's a middle point. There's an even bigger middle point, And then there's an ending to it. If we are going to get through these situations and these experiences, we can't just give up halfway through. If we're going to be a positive voice of reason and we're going to make a difference in any way to anybody, we have to say to ourselves, we're never going to give up. And we shouldn't just say that to ourselves, but we should say that to people that we love. But that should be that should be something that people resonate with. Never giving up. Sometimes things are difficult. Sometimes couples struggle with infertility. Sometimes couples struggle finding their first house. Sometimes college students struggle with picking what fucking major they're gonna major in. Sometimes people have difficulty deciding what they actually want to do. When they graduate from college, sometimes people have issues just 
deciphering which apartment they want to move into or what cereal they want to buy from the grocery store. They can also have difficulty deciding what new car they're going to get. And they could have difficulty deciding what new book they're going to buy on Amazon. You can't give up halfway through. You have to fight. You have to focus and you have to persevere through the difficulty to get to the end. So never give up and always instill that into anybody that you love and care about. That you're never going to give up on them and that they're never going to give up on you. Together we can change the mantra. Together we can change the feeling. We can change the negativity and we can make things better. Only if we believe that we can. And never giving up is just another way that we can make things more okay. Following the never give up, thank you John Cena, is why not today. Because it's insane that we think that we control time. And that we can stop things and we can take 5 million years to accomplish something and do something. We don't have that luxury. There's no amount of money that can buy time. That is the one thing you don't have any funds to buy. There is no equivalency with money and time and we can buy it or we can make it go faster or we can make it go slower. We don't have that power. So when you have something to do and you have something to accomplish, you cannot put off today for tomorrow. You can't keep putting something to the side. You can't keep saying at some point we're going to get to this and we're going to do that. What if you don't get to that point? What are you doing? How are you going to get to that point? You have to recognize that. Tomorrow might not come. The aliens might come down and decide that they want to eat us for breakfast. So we might not have tomorrow. You cannot continue to put everything on your back burner and assume that you're going to get to it when you get to it. When are you going to get to it? If you can do something today, don't put it off for tomorrow. Fixing the dishwasher, painting the wall, finishing that book. If you can do it today, why not do it? Why wait for tomorrow? That's basically what I'm saying. Moving on from that, and the pagans in the background that you heard would just skip. Thank you for him burping his way through that conversation just now. Let's get to the main part of the conversation, which is headlines. Politics. We've been talking about a lot of things this week when it comes to politics, and it's Friday. And at this point, I don't want to talk about Israel anymore, or Netanyahu, or Iran, or really any of this crap. I'm honestly, I'm just tired of talking about it. And I can't be the only one that just wants to deal with the the, the issues that are happening in actual United States. The fucking East, they're barbarians, and they they live under rocks and shit like Patrick in Bikini Bottom with SpongeBob. And these people don't want to be brought into the 21st century a reality. They want to live in their pretend land. And that's okay. So I say we leave them there. And I say we just keep living. But they hate Trump. I'm comparable to Hitler. And they want to act like they have a plan. Their plan is Nikki Haley. And she's failing at it. And me and Vivek and Trump and any other right-minded individual is going to continue to call her ass out on it. Because I bet you her ass didn't have any money and now she does. I bet you she's just like Hillary Clinton. They come from the same place. These are the wolves in sheep's clothing. 
These are the demons in disguise. There's no easy way to discuss abortions about shit. You're pro-life or you're not. For her to still be using that tactic of saying women's lives, blah, blah. It's not working. No smart-minded individual is going to vote for that idiot because they understand she's working for one person, the Uniparty. They're about world power, not the power of the United States of America. Globalism. Globalism, like Skip just said from another room. But the first part of our conversation isn't about Nikki Haley because she's not going to win and she doesn't want to. She is a distraction technique from the GOP to try to get people that don't want to vote for Trump to vote for somebody else. But the Trumpers are not going to vote for her. And the never Trumpers are not going to vote for her. They weren't going to vote for Pence and they weren't going to vote for Tim Scott. So, mm. but anyways, the colleges have gone rogue and they're allowing all these protesters and they're allowing for Jewish students to be hidden in classroom and female swimmers to be ignored. And they're allowing all the insanity to continue over and over and over again. And no one's saying anything. And then the people that pay for the colleges and fund them are claiming that now they're going to take their money away because Jewish students are being affected. Where were you when white students were being affected? When when the government is saying that white people are the problem in the United States of America. Because I don't remember seeing you. I don't remember hearing you. And the reason we're talking about colleges is because the problem with education stems far beyond a college classroom. Right. It does. It happens far before that. It happens the moment your child enters preschool. Especially if they enter that at a public school with these brain dead teachers. And I'm not saying all the educators are the problem, but the majority of them are the problem because the teacher unions and everything that they stand for isn't in the best interest of your child for their learning, for their growth, for their development, and for their their futures for tomorrow. Education isn't for everybody. College isn't for everybody. It's a lot of money. It's it's a it's a serious investment. And you have to know exactly what you're going to use your education on. And if you don't, maybe you shouldn't invest in it. But these colleges are going out of their ways to indoctrinate children in some very horrible fashions, these protests that they're allowing on these college campuses with these people that are coming into the United States of America on these student visas are questionable. Why are we allowing these students to come into this country to try to turn our country into their their pit? Over the weekend, um, WWE had war games on, and I waited to Friday to talk about this because... CM Punk showed up on War Games and he supposedly is going to be on Raw or something. We'll see. I was hoping he was going to be on Friday night, but mm. fight night, which is tonight. They were playing the song War Games from a band that I love. 
And I just love the song War Pigs. And I think it's so appropriate for the politicians of the United States of America. They want to start wars they can't fund. And they want to dismantle everything that they can't control. And they want to leave all of the remnants of a time in history that we liked behind. And they want to destroy everything we love. And they want to take away things that we hold near and dear. And they want to erase us and turn us into robots that just follow and acquiesce to everything that they want. But that is not a growing nation. That is not a nation that's going to rise and and do great things. That's an autocratic nation that's failing. That's China. Because you can have all this money and you can have these websites and you can make TikTok and you can do all these things. But if you haven't figured out, I don't know, realty and you haven't figured out, I don't know, money, you don't have anything. Because creating an environment where you're giving people money to not work doesn't work, right? Medical for all doesn't work. Have you seen Canada? If you're sick, you're going to die, right? I don't want you telling me what medical coverage I can have. Mind your goddamn business. And if you're poor and you don't have medical coverage, why is that my fucking problem? It's not, is it, right? Pick your battles here. These politicians have the fucking audacity and nerve to come across to people like me and many others like I give a fuck. I got my own issues going on in my life that no one really knows about because I don't have an audience to hear my issues. I mean, maybe I I talk about some of the things I deal with on my podcast, but who the fuck is sitting here around wanting to hear like me going to the grocery store being like, why the fuck does the milk cost like seven fucking dollars? Or like, why is this that? Or blah, 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 blah. Or I can't get an appointment for this. Or I can't do that. Or this or that. Or this or that. Or this. Nobody wants to hear that. But the government has the fucking audacity to tell me I need to drive an electric car. But I can't charge it anywhere. There's no charging stations at the apartment that I live at right now. And there's definitely not any charging stations at the one we're moving into next. And do you know I'm saying we're moving into an apartment? Because there's no longer any houses that we're going to be willing to pay money for. Why would we get a house at an 8% interest rate? What fucking sense does that make? None. And we're not doing it. So the colleges have gone rogue. They're creating these brain dead students that graduate and they can't talk to each other. And uh, Generation Z, which is Generation Free, which is Generation I Can't Talk to You. And Generation Awkward, they are all victims. And they're on TikTok and they're rolling around and shit. And they're pretending like they have superpowers, but they don't have anything. And it's just sad, right? It, like, what the fuck are they doing? Who are they talking to? We have children growing up and they can't do anything but press an iPad. Do you understand that they give kids iPads in school from the age of four to 17 or 18? They're not talking to each other. They can't write cursive. They can't really do anything. They have no skill set. They have no talent. And they don't understand the basics of comprehension and conversation. We are setting them up for failure at a very young age and then showing them protests and not really explaining anything to them isn't helping. It's only going to make this worse and they're going to spend tens of thousands of dollars for nothing. And jokes on them.
the biggest con they ever created was telling you you needed an education when you're going to be surrounded by a bunch of idiots that don't have one. Welcome to reality. Chances are you're going to find a job somewhere where you're going to be heavily educated and you're going to work around people that aren't. That's just it. It's the truth. I'm just being real with you. I'm not gonna, I don't lie to you here. I tell you the honest to God truth, right? I rip the bandaid off. I tell you shit how it is. I don't lie on the podcast. I tell you reality. It's not nice, but it's real. One opinion can't be for all. So when these Democrats come out and they say this ridiculous shit about Netanyahu or they say cease fire, they're saying that because they believe that. I don't believe that. And one opinion can't be for everybody. So you can't go around saying your opinion, not willing to hear everybody else. That's the difference of freedom of speech. For a motherfucker to come at me and tell me that I can't have freedom of speech because you don't like what I'm saying. I don't care if you don't like what I'm saying. I do have rights and you might not understand the rights because you might not be an actual American and you might not understand the Constitution of the United States of America. But let me give you a 411 on what the fuck it is. Here you go. I, as an American, have the right to say whatever the fuck I want. And if you don't like it, that's too bad. Go cry me a river. Okay. How about you cry me a big fucking river? That is what you can do. You might disagree with me, but that doesn't mean what I'm saying is wrong. It just means I'm saying something that you don't like. There's a lot of things that people say that I don't like. And I don't really say anything to the people that say things I don't like because I don't care enough to react to them. When it comes to politics, I will call people out about that shit because that's my passion and I just don't care. And I feel like if we don't call politicians out, what are we doing? They control everything we're doing. Legitimately. And when people say, I don't care about politics. Yeah, you could say that. But politics surely cares about you. They hate the sound of freedom. Because the moment you realize that you have power and they don't, they can't do anything to you. I've legitimately been in environments where women, right, people that weren't originally from America, are telling me you can't say things because it's not correct. That doesn't have anything to do with freedom of speech. You fucking incompetent idiot. Right. If, if you're going to come to the United States of America and you're going to follow through with everything that it takes for immigration and become a citizen of this country, and then you're going to go against a citizen of a country, you're an embarrassment to the country that you're living in. And I'm fucking tired of people from other countries coming in here and doing this because I can't do this and go to another country and do it. You have to be a civilized person and understand the rules. And not one of these motherfuckers understands the rules. And that's my entire point here. They hate freedom because they like being able to tell you what they want. And that's not what success is. And that isn't freedom. Real freedom of speech is you having the ability to say whatever you want. Now, I might not like the protesters and I might think more should be done to them just because they seem insane and they're ripping down flags and they're doing a bunch of shit that just doesn't make any sense to me but they believe in that and that's fine and I could disagree with them and not believe in it and tell you my opinion about it and have my own thoughts but then they can't come at me and tell me 
I should die because I'm American. Because then I think the same thing. You should die because you're not. Go back to the fucking country you came from. Get on a boat. Get on a float. Get on a Holiday Inn Express jet plane. And go back to where you came from. If you're going to insult me and my people and my country and my flag and everything that I stand for. And a country that doesn't need you. Be willing to deal with the consequences. Where you came from is not a great place. Because if you came from somewhere great, you wouldn't be running to come to this country. Right? Why do you need a visa for America? Why are you here? What exactly are you setting out to accomplish in America? There's a question you should be asking yourself. They hate the sound of freedom because they never were free themselves. They want to hinder you so you don't recognize your power. Your power is your voice. Speak loud. Never be silenced. Republicans should be funnier. I mean, at this point, like... Donald Trump is doing the correct thing. He's made this like presidential run like a comedy show where he just makes fun of Biden. And honestly, it's entertaining. And anybody else that's on late night should be doing the same shit. They should just be making fun of Joe Biden because that man doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know where he lives. He doesn't know left from right, up, down, all around. He doesn't know how to talk. He mispronounces people's names. I'm for sure, 100% sure he doesn't make any decisions on anything. He just, he doesn't. And I know we want to sit here and we want to pretend like he does. But he doesn't. Republicans just need to sit there, point, and laugh. If they don't win in 2024, then the United States is over. Think about what you're voting for. Trump is doing the correct thing. He's calling Nikki Haley out. She's a fraud. We know it. And he shouldn't stop. And he should just stand there and point to Joe Biden and say, look at all the things he's doing. When I was president, gas was low. When I was president, I wasn't talking about getting rid of your gas stove. When I was president, I wasn't trying to force feed you electric vehicles. And I wasn't trying to do anything. These things. Remember when gas was $1.79? I do. When I was the president. Right. When I was president, New York streets weren't like they are now. Neither was Chicago. And granted, people still kill each other in Chicago and New York and L.A. on a daily basis. And they've been doing it forever. It's called gangs and a bunch of other shit, too. But it was never to this extent. When he was president, there wasn't people running around stealing shit because they could. And there wasn't people acting the way they're acting when he was president. Daryl. All these fake-ass politicians that hate Donald Trump. Are you really admitting you hate Donald Trump so you like Biden? I just think that the Republicans should just make fun of all these idiots. Just like I do. They're fucking brain-dead morons. Like, who is seriously sitting there listening to AOC like, everything you say is perfect. You're so great. Who is sitting there saying that to her? Nobody. Moving on from the fact that AOC sucks and Jamal Bowman and the entire squad and the Progressive Party and Bernie Sanders, who lost to Joe Biden, right? If you were hyping up Bernie Sanders, I want you to remember that he lost to a fucking skeleton in a box. He was so far radical to Biden. He lost to Biden. He lost to Biden. Remember that. 
they made him step down so Biden could win. Remember that. Remember it. Moving on from that, nothing happened on January 6th of 2019, 2020, whatever fucking year it was. And they're still talking about it now. And every time I want to just say, like, what happened to Ashley Babbitt? Remember when you killed her for nothing? You literally killed someone for trespassing at the, like, the same place that the Hamas protesters have gone to and the Black Lives Matter protesters have gone to. And the way you reacted to the Black Lives Matter protesters and the Hamas protesters is not the way you reacted to the January 6th people that were protesting. Is that because they were Republican or conservative or Christians? You arrested those people, you put them in jail, you misused your power, and you lied to all of us about what actually happened on that day. Because from the videos that I've seen and from everything that I have seen from January 6th, thanks to Tucker Carlson, Crowder, and a bunch of other people, nothing shows me that anything you said was legitimate. You motherfucking liars. We need to call these frauds out. They need to be defunded, fired, and deported to some other fucking country. We don't need them anymore. They need Their residency needs to be revoked in America. We really, really, really need to be rethinking how we deal with frauds here. There should be more repercussions for bad decisions. If you want to be the enemy of the state and you want to fight against American culture or American freedoms, then you should be removed from America. That should be the consequence. Because I guarantee you, if you said that to these motherfuckers with these big mouths, they shut the fuck up. There'd be an unlimited amount of silence if every time they said something, they were going to be held responsible for it by getting deported out of here to some other country and some other place with other rules and other regulations that's not like this one. If they were getting deported to Palestine, if they were getting deported to Iran, if they were going to Russia, they'd be silent. Nothing happened on January 6th, and they all know it. And all the videotapes did was prove it. Let's get into the main part of the conversation. We are ready for whatever comes our way. Meaning rain, sun, light, bright, ice. We're ready for it. We should always be ready for life. Because life doesn't give you a notification when it's going to start or when it's going to end. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of unpredictable. You never know when something might just happen. You have to stay ready, prepared, and have a good attitude and have a good hindsight. Celebrate others' achievements. Don't be envious and mad and angry if somebody does something and you haven't accomplished it yet. Just be excited for them. Whether that's having children, buying a house, moving somewhere, doing something. Be willing to understand that Things that happen for you when they're supposed to. And don't be jealous. It's not a good look. Be happy for people that are achieving things and accomplishing things. And and be somebody that they can rely on when they're doing it. Envy won't make you feel good. I know in the moment you think being envious or like, oh, I can't believe this person is doing this. Blah, 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 blah. It's not going to make you feel better. It's going to turn you into a hateful, miserable person. Don't let it get its claws on you early on. 
get rid of that thought and remove yourself from envy. Forgiveness is necessary. You can't hold on to anger. You can't hold on to negativity. And you can't hold on to bitterness. You have to let things go. And the best thing you could ever do for your own personal self is to forgive people, even if they don't deserve it, just so you don't have to hold on to the weight or baggage yourself. Forgive them so you don't have to hold on to something you don't need. Your own path. Your path is not going to be identical to anyone else's. Your path is for you. You're going to go one road and other people are going to go down another. The only path someone's going to follow you down is going to be the person you marry, your spouse or your children. Outside of that or like your family members, your road's going to be very different from everybody else's. So don't be surprised by that. Your own path is yours and your road ahead is the road that you decide to go down. You have options in life and whatever option you decide to take, you're going to have to live with the decision that you made when you took it. That's it. Moving on from the main part of the conversation to watching things. So was checking out Hulu the other day and there's this horror movie called Concentration Looks Okay. Four Christmases is on there. A new season of Kitchen Nightmares. I think I'm on episode five with uh, Gordon Ramsay. Going to watch that at some point. Holidays. Holidays is the Hulu Christmas party adventure of movies and TV series that they have available that I really want to check out this weekend. All Elf is there. Absolutely love that movie. It's one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. I think I've watched it at least a million times. I have the extended edition DVD somewhere. I don't know where I put it, but I love that movie. And if I could watch it forever, I would. National uh, Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is one of the most hilarious Christmas movies I've ever seen. And it's on Hulu, and I'm going to watch it like three times. Love that movie. The new season of Fargo started, and me and Skip are watching it. It's very interesting. Bakers versus Fakers. I'm assuming... It's a show where there's actual bakers on there and there's people that can't bake, but they're pretending to be a baker and you have to see who's going to compete and win. I'm assuming that's what that's about, but I haven't looked at a preview of it. And I found this new show on there called Beach Hunters. And I think it's about people looking for like beach houses. And it's like a sort of like an HGTV show where like they're checking out houses, but they want to live right near the beach or something. I think that'd be a really cool show for me to watch because I love beachfront houses. And that's my goal to retire on a house by the beach one day, hopefully sooner than later. I like to retire before I'm old so I get to enjoy all my money. That's what I'm saying. Moving on from Beach Hunters, which looks fun. Who doesn't want to have all the sun and all the water and all the sand when they wake up in the morning? I know I do. Let's move into food. Turkey pot pie. And I think you're probably at this point thinking, are you still talking about turkey? Thanksgiving is over. Yeah, I'm still talking about turkey. But making it into a pot pie, not like a turkey. Curry in a hurry. I found this keto recipe for curry in a hurry. And they made a curry dish in about 20 minutes. And it looked legitimate. Um, I really don't have that much advice on curry outside of like West Indian curry food. But like the Indian edition of that, I haven't even ever eaten 
Indian food, and I really need to try it. Easy baked chicken fajitas. So you basically bake the chicken and the veggies in the oven, and then you get the um, the shells for the fajitas, and you just add in a sauce, and you make it very uh, fairly quickly. It doesn't take a long time. So you take chicken tenderloins, rub that with some uh, Taco Tuesday uh flavor got seasoning and some chipotle flavor got seasoning then put the chipotle flavor got seasoning over the peppers and the onions put that in the oven on a tray let that cook you want to also put down the uh the sheet so nothing sticks to the tri- uh to the oven um pan put that in let that cook off for about 15 to 20 minutes take that out then you're going to take the tortillas you can put the burner on on the stove flip it over three times boom done right? Then you get your sauce. You can easily use taco sauce or you can use some sort of ranch dressing. Uh, Then you want to top your fajita. It doesn't take that long to make it. You can add on cheese if you want, but I don't know if you really need to. You can make that in 20 minutes. Done. Doesn't take a long time. That could be a weeknight meal or that could be a weekday meal. If you work from home, that could be your lunch. Pot roast soup. And I know you're thinking, what? Yeah, I saw a recipe for pot roast soup on Pinterest, like where I find all of them. It looked legit. It was pot roast. And then it was like in like a beef broth. And it was everything that goes into like an actual pot roast, but it was in a soup and it looked pretty decent. And I think I tried to make that. And I think maybe I'd attempt to replicate it. It did look like something I'd want to eat. I'd maybe add hot sauce into mine or like chili peppers just because I like the heat. Meal prep costs. I talked about this the other day. I think I'm going to be going back and forth on meal prep weeks because spending $65 a week is not very budget friendly. And I like having the meals like meal prepped and everything. But like Saturday, sometimes I don't want to be home and I'm busy at this point of the season. And I really don't have time for that. So maybe I'll get back into meal preps at the beginning of the year. We'll see what happens. But I also want to get back into cooking and doing things on my own. As we get ready and prepared to move, I don't want to have anything that's holding me back from really enjoying the move that we're going to make. And I feel like the cost of meal prepping and just wasting $70 a week, even though I am lazy and I do like the luxury of having somebody else make the meal preps and having them like make sure everything is counted correctly and all the calories and all that. I could probably make the stuff myself. And since I did Herbalife and I did meal prep and I know how to do any all of it, I could literally just do it myself. And then save money too. I think I'm going to be limiting my meal preps. Next part, bacon wrapped asparagus. I'm not really an asparagus person, but I think I do the bacon wrapped asparagus. So basically you take like four or five pieces of asparagus. You take two pieces of bacon and you wrap the two pieces of bacon around the asparagus. You top it with olive oil. You do that about 10 times, 20 times, however many asparaguses and bacon you have. Put that in the oven. Let that cook off for about, I don't know. 15, 17 minutes. You could also put that in the air fryer. If you've got the big air fryer, I'd say try it. I think you're going to be very surprised with what you end up making. Actually, it looks good and I'm willing to try it. Even though I really don't like asparagus, I'm willing to give it a try. I'd say you also want to have some ranch on the side so you could dip it in that. Garlic chicken Dijon pizza. 
first you got to do the crust. Then you got to get the the Dijon sauce. Uh, I'm assuming this would be a white sauce. Then you got to chop up the chicken and the bacon. And you got to make sure you get the crust correctly. And I don't know. You could put the, the Dijon mustard on top of that. Put that in the oven. Let that cook off. Add mozzarella on top of that. I honestly think that could be a really good pizza. There's so many ways you can make your own pizza. Especially if you got the pizza oven. Well, the, the pizza brick. Um, Danny gave me a pizza brick for Christmas uh, a year or two ago, and I still haven't done as much as I want to do with it, and I really want to get that out of the box and really get creative with it. I'm excited to get get that in the oven and see what we can do with it. That, my friends, is the end of this pod of Born to be a Star. Why don't you try making that pizza and tell me if it tastes good? Hopefully you're watching... AEW and WWE tonight. I can't wait to see what happens on both of the shows. Uh, there's a championship in, in the making on AEW, and there's been a lot of crazy fights. And last week was War Games on Saturday. So I'm waiting to see what happens with CM Punk on WWE. And I just, I'm excited about wrestling. I personally love wrestling, I like the act of fighting. I, I like all the wrestling series, all the wrestling show, New Japan. Um, I like all of them. There isn't one type of fighting I don't want to look at. I even like the Dana White one, too. I, I feel like the act of fighting and karate and taekwondo and all these movements and all these places around the world is just beautiful. The act of fighting is an act of living. And so I'm totally on board with all wrestling, all fighting, all matches, everywhere, all day, every day. And I will be watching on the edge of the couch tonight like I always am. So from me to you, thank you for tuning in to this Friday edition of Born to Be a Star. And I will see you same place, same time on Monday. Have a great weekend. And don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. And the only way that you can see in the darkness is with the light. You are the light. We are the light together. And we aren't just going to change this world. We're going to change this entire universe, this entire galaxy. And we are going to be the difference in the day because we are the light. And we are the stars. I'll see you guys same place, same time, Monday. Bye. Have a good weekend.